Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Jesus Christ. Superstar. All right. Guys, don't be shocked. Don't fall over your chairs or out of your chairs or over your chairs, depending on if you're standing or sitting. But we have another podcast out. Yes, one last week, one this week. Can you believe it? We're back. We're back. We're We're back, back, baby. We're back. back. Well, also we have microphones. So we do have microphones. So I I hope you guys appreciate because we know some of the the issues that you guys have with us is the sound. And I don't blame you because I do listen to podcasts myself and I appreciate the quality of sound coming from those podcasts yeah well so that's why so we're here with we are. so it is the atp tour finals we spent a lot of time talking about the wta tour finals um this is by all accounts a more professional oh endeavor you think it's in torino they knew in advance they were going to be there they're playing indoors they're not dealing with weather and honestly so far the tournament has been scintillating great. it's been great great but it's, that's what happens when you play indoors it helps caitlin you don't have to worry about rain. You don't have to worry about literal hurricane winds, which is what they had to deal with in Cancun. Um, and and they've so got, they've got great crowds. You have quality tennis. Yeah. Uh, you have great crowds because they've known about this for a long time. So yeah. all these people in Europe who can jump on a, a channel or a train. I mean, we've all been to Europe. We know how great it is to get around. It's like, oh, I want to go to Italy today. Okay, I'm just going to jump on the train. And seven hours later, I'm in Turin. How great. How great. So, you know, people are people are making this a, a destination week. They know that they're going to get quality tennis from start to finish. They know they're not going to have to worry about wind and rain and elements and crap. And, you know, it made for crappy tennis in, in Cancun because of that. And it wasn't the players' fault. They were trying their best. I mean, quite frankly, I thought the quality of tennis was amazing considering the conditions. Yeah. Um, but at here, the very least, wind affects both players. We can at least, you know, sort of say no no one player had an advantage or a different disadvantage. But no. moving to the indoors obviously has been great. Before we start talking about the tennis, which has been incredible, I just want to give a shout out to some of the outfits that the men wore oh, wow. ahead of the tournament. Are you taking over Andrea Pekovic's uh, Listen, fashion correspondent? No, only, I'm just keeping her seat warm okay only until she gets back because nobody can talk about fashion the way that andrea pekovich can talk about fashion um but i have to say the letterman jackets that carlos alcaraz and novak were wearing were very cute they wore them with jeans okay so did they get those is that why they were wearing them like you mean did they earn them at a four so you as letterman so you actually liked those jackets on the both of them yeah i mean i thought it was sort of silly that they both showed up in them yeah don't you think that do you think that that was a complete coincidence do you think i I think it's more of a coincidence than the idea of them calling each other and saying, should we wear matching jackets? 
I mean, it was, I, I don't know, for me, when I saw it, I thought, what the fuck? They're both wearing cool. Letterman jackets? Well, also, one was blue and Lacoste, and one was red and Nike. They obviously don't have the same sponsor. And no. the fact that they are sort of facing off in kind of 80s movie-style, you know, rival gang wear is cool. I thought it was cool. But nobody. It was like, it was like, it was like uh, Greece was re- reinvented. Uh, I don't know, but it was the Jets and the Sharks, which is more West Side Story. But it was, yeah, it was like rival gangs. Yeah, but it was, so... So my question to you is that you think that they actually were in their room and said, I'm going to wear that today. And they both walked out with Letterman jackets on. What are the fucking chances of that happening? Given the fact that Letterman jackets are kind of a look more than they coordinated. Do you think the number, uh, you know, the number one and number I two just player thought in it the was world weird. called each other and said, let's match? Hell no. But that, like the coincidence, I mean, what a well, coinky people can People can respond to us in the comments about whether they think it's less likely that they collaborated yeah. on their look or that it was a coincidence but i thought it, it was, was funny because it was like novak is like 37 or 36 or whatever the hell he is you know in yeah. his letterman jacket okay fine and then you've got the 19 year old who actually should be in a letterman jacket yeah he's a teen still 20 year old or whatever yeah. he is i thought it was funny it was, it was like cool. oh dad's taking his son out to a little game yeah, of it looked like they're like uh, they were gonna play catch in the yard the other person and the person i thought who has been serving looks you know i'm gonna say it just oh. don't even give jesus christ Superstar. He looked amazing. Oh my God. Really? Stephanos Tizipas in the Loro Piana beautiful high-end fabric poncho? No. Oh my God. It was 10 out of 10. It was 12 out of 10. No, my God. I saw your remarks, uh, I don't know, on some Instagram post or something, maybe it was ATP. And you were like, this is, I'm here for this. I'm like, what? No. No. I love when people take a swing. And also, oh, he always takes a swing. He always takes a swing. Look, he looked great in that Montclair Adidas collab of a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, but he looks like he literally looked like he was walking down the streets of Jerusalem. So what? I think that's cool. I mean, don't you think it's cooler than like Holger Runa showing up in his sweats? Well, yeah. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, but he wasn't in his. Was he, he in was. sweats? He was wearing like a Nike. Like his, he was wearing his tennis shoes. I need to pull up. Like, a photo you ever go to tournaments as a kid and you see the dorks wearing like? who don't own jeans or like they'll wear jeans with their on-court tennis shoes and you think, oh, that's sad because they don't have any kind of other shoe that they can't not wear their court shoe out socially. That's what Holger Runa looked like. That's true. I know, I know that one. You know what I mean? You know that yeah, look? Yeah, so yeah like look- you wore your tennis shoes out. Yeah. Dude, they like, put clay on them. What a nerd. Yeah. I'm um, trying to I thought look Medvedev at- looked fine, but he looked very neutral. Um, <laughs> you know, the less generally said about Alex Verov, the better. His oh. hair is looking very long and gross. Um, I don't understand why he's doing that with his hair. First of all, he's got the stringiest, it's not great. worst, like really thin hair. It's not great. And I think he's like trying to hang on to every single strand of it. Maybe, um, I don't think he's balding. And then he pulls it back. I mean, and actually, I have to say, it looks better when it's pulled back in the pony. But when it's out, it just looks terrible, in my opinion. I but just want to say, hats off Novak, hats off Carlos, and especially big ponchos off to our man of Nazareth. <laughs> Stefano Tsitsipas, who who pulled out of the tournament, but won the tournament before it even started. As far as you are concerned. In my opinion. So now we can talk about the tennis now that we've had the fashion foregrounding. Um, it's been some amazing tennis. We are talking yeah. on Wednesday, midway through the tournament, mm-hmm. the day after um, Carlos, uh, sorry, after Novak Djokovic and uh, Yannick Sinner played probably one of the best matches of all time. Uh, well, calm down on in that the, front. In the ATT There's been a lot of great matches. I, I actually say I think a lot of people thought the Runa um, Djokovic match was a little more um, interesting. Mm. 
Um, but that also was seven, six and a third incredible match. I mean, those guys just go at it. I mean, Runa really does play him well. And I think it's good for the sport that we're having these players get so close to Novak on a, you know, the young players like Runa and of course then Sinner beating him, you know, in the next match. It's great that these young guys are stepping up against the greatest player of all time and, and actually pushing him either to the very, very brink or beating him. Um, and, you know, look, this has been happening for a couple of years now. I mean, Runa beat him last year, in, I believe, in, what, the Paris finals um, or one of those indoor tournaments finals. And, and, but in best of five, it, that's, when, that's when the rubber meets the road, right, with sure. Novak. I mean, you, you can beat him. Like, for you example, yesterday, get Sina getting that two sets to one victory over him yesterday. Imagine you're playing a Grand Slam and then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I've got to win another one of these sets, yeah. and which they're all capable of doing. But it's the mindset of like, can I win another set? Whereas Novak's probably sitting back. If if this was a be- if that match was best of five, going, okay, great job. I've got all the time. In the Way world. to go! This okay. guy cannot keep this level up against me. Exactly. And I'm only going to get better. It was one of the better matches from Novak. Like his positive to negative hitting winners to unforced mm-hmm. errors were like much. Also, I mean, it should be said. I mean, Novak's just been on an absolute tear. Yeah, he was it 19 match win streak? Or 19 something? match win streak. He hasn't really lost any major. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's just he's. From the summer on, he's just been indestructible. I mean, I would say arguably this is probably one of his best years ever. Agreed. I mean, Agreed. Uh, Unbelievable. I mean, you know, the year that he went for the calendar Grand Slam, he lost in the uh, finals of the US Open. Well, technically he lost in the finals of Wimbledon. That was his only loss in a major this year. I mean, that yeah. is crazy it's stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, the match at Wimbledon that he lost took a Herculean, oh my God. unbelievable effort. I that was I there. think kind of got Carlos Alcaraz like kind of out of the rest of the season, not in terms of yeah. his performance, but certainly in terms of like once you've climbed the mountain, how do you stay there? Yeah, I agree. You know? um, which is actually why I thought Carlos Alcaraz today beating Rublev in straights like kind of kept him sort of back in it. Yeah. He's had a lot to say about the speed of the courts. He's had yeah. a lot to say about the differential of balls, which is all probably true. But nobody's, no, you know, Novak's not complaining about those things. And it's also true for him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So well, it's, it's I thought a it was really interesting. differential there. I actually thought it was really interesting because uh, Medvedev, I, I find Medvedev to be, I love Daniel, I think he's great. Oh, 10 out of 10. You know, and me. I think he's very open and honest in, with his answers, with his commentary. I mean, can we talk about him flipping the crowd off in Paris? Love that. And then him saying, what? I was just looking at my finger. I was just looking at, I'm like, oh my God, dude, we all saw it. You were like, it was like that game as you're a kid where you're like, hey, kid, look at my my fist. And, you know, yeah, and then yeah, you start yeah. rolling your hand like you're totally. reeling in a fish and then you flick the finger up. That was kind of like what he was doing, leaving the court. And look, the Parisian crowds can be very um, parochial, let's put it that way, mm-hmm. and not exactly your best friend if you decide to piss them off. Um, I've been on the other side of that. I mean, I've been on the same side as Daniil Medvedev, so I know what it feels like. <laughs> Clearly not as many people as he was getting ripped by um and I mean you saw what happened with Novak I mean him just like him also being upset with the crowds in Paris I mean they're they're fickle and if you decide to piss off a Parisian crowd or a French crowd particularly in Paris yeah they will ride you until you go down yeah. like hard and they that's are, what happened they are and interestingly and you see this at the French Open certainly but also Bercy they will ride you and wear you down until you start losing and then all of a sudden they'll start cheering for you because they just like being involved you know what I mean they like the dynamics like I watched a Corentin Motet match earlier this year at the French Open and they were and it was two French guys so the crowd was really confused and confused and basically they would 
get on one's case or support the other until the dynamic shifted, at which point then they wanted to support the underdog. Fickle. And Quarantine Mutet got applauded, bowed, got in a fight, and rankled the Parisian crowd all in one like three Foul set sweep. dynamic and you were just kind of like who who are they rooting for him are they rooting against him oh do they love it's... to hate him do they hate to love him I, it's unclear yeah but i do think there's something about paris and also denev medvedev to your point there is almost nobody else in tennis i can think of that is so sure of themselves that they just absolutely dgaf can flip off a crowd, yeah. can joke it off. Well, I, I mean, I would put Novak in that. Well, well, Novak, Novak. Novak's not flipping the crowd off, but he's he's doing the opposite. He's egging them on. Like, he's like, bring it, bring it, bring it. That, and that, that match in particular in Paris, um, when he started egging the crowd on when he lost his serve, he didn't lose a point after no. he did that. He no. did. He lost, he broke serve to love, and then he served the match out to love. I was like, this fucking guy is unbelievable. I think the only difference, because you're right, they both handle hostile crowd energy really well. Mm. I think the difference is... Oh, Novak is, wants it. Medanil can ignore it and doesn't care and thinks it's funny. Novak loves it and it fuels him. Yeah. So I actually think he does care. He does actually like it and it gives him another reason to find another gear, which is just I'd say down deep inside he doesn't like it, but he knows now that it's like his fuel to get mm-hmm. him that he needs he can to, use to win. Like he needs he needs a he needs a, a, a situation now where it fuels him to like fight and be stay in a match and 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 like find the enthusiasm and the energy to get through a match and he needs that to fuel him well, and he does know. it i mean he didn't lose a point after that situation and i thought oh my god i can't believe he's doing this he's actually like getting the crowd to get more angry and he didn't lose a point and he won the match and then he won the tournament yep and then but it didn't happen yesterday because in turin he was Again, sort of doing the same thing. He was like egging the crowd on and he was like, you know, come on, come at me. And I'm like, uh, this crowd might be a little different because you are actually in Italy playing an Italian. He's not only in Italy playing an Italian, he's in northern Italy playing a northern Italian. That's right. And a lot of things can get, you know, a little provincial to your point. Yeah. And like Yannick Center, there's a really cute video of him going around on the internet right now doing incredible slalom skiing oh mate the guy can ski he's like crazy he was like the under 12 national champion you seen the video with yeah. Lindsay vaughn when they go skiing together unreal. it's unreal it also is why he's so good at staying low on his ground strokes 100%. because he has such incredible leg strength yeah but just thinking about how this guy um conducted himself and really played an amazing match the carota boys have to be really happy with this yeah, the no? carota boys i had the carota boys on my on my tv show how did you find interacting with the carota boys on great TV they show? were funny um they were great they were I mean, things like that are so great for the sport because they just add a little extra spice to any sort of match and filming them. And as a TV person, it's just like, there they are, the Karata boys. I mean, it's they're also, everywhere now. Uh, do these guys have jobs? I'm just I, kidding. They do. I ask them that question and they do have regular jobs. <laughs> um, but anyway, but back to that match, though. It was just great quality. Um, you know, Novak just forces you, as I said, Novak probably played one of the cleanest matches he's played all year and lost the match. And that doesn't happen very often. Um Yannick was just a little bit better a couple of great returns of serve on some big points particularly when he served out wide Novak likes to serve that first serve out wide on the first court and with with the length that Sinner has particularly on the forehand he can just smack a winner and he did that a couple of times on some really big points yesterday so um, I mean overall you know, somebody wrote on Twitter um, yesterday, they were like, um, it sucks to play Novak and beat him in a round robin knowing you might have to play him again to win the Which tournament. Is very likely. It's so classic. And so then the pressure is on you again. But it's going to be interesting to see who comes out of that. 
um, group now. For sure. Because Sinner plays Runa now. Right. Um, Runa is one and one. Yep. Novak is one and one. Um, the carrot top is two and oh. Yeah. Uh, having won his two matches, but he's still not guaranteed of getting through. It's dependent on what happens with him and Runa. Mm-hmm. For example, if Runa wins in straight sets, right? Okay, so he's now won two matches, so he's two and one. Then it's going yeah. to be back on a count back. Um, it was big that that Sinner won in straight sets against Novak. Yes. Oh, sorry, no, he won in three sets. Yeah. So now it's going to come back a lot on count back, depending yep. on what happens. Novak now plays Herbie Herkacz because Steph Sitsipas is out. Can we talk about poor old Steph Sitsipas before we get to the... Well, you know, I love talking about Steph Sitsipas at all times. Botox Cosmetic, out botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Speaking of crowds booing, yeah, come on, tennis fans, you got to be better than this. You got to be better than this. When a guy has fought his inc- complete ass off all year, and we know how much he fought his ass off to get into these finals, because the last couple of months has been brutal for him, like the ups and downs. Yeah, he gets in. It's the biggest tournament of the year outside of a Grand Slam. Plays his first match, loses. And then he goes out and he's down 2-1 and, and pulls out because of his wrist injury. Now, I've had a wrist injury and I saw the little manipulation that the physio was doing to him. I was like, oh, no way, no chance. No this is bad. Um, you can't hit a tennis ball. Yeah. What, what do you want him to do? Go out there and, like, bust, bust his tendon and yeah. never be able to play tennis again? I mean, that's the risk you take when you fuck your wrist up. Just ask Riley Opelka. I mean, the guy's taken two years to come back on tour. I mean, you and you're booing him? Like, what the hell? Yeah. Come on. I know you've paid a lot of money for the tickets, and I get it. And it's very disappointing. But it's like if a singer's up there and you've just paid $1,000 and their voice goes out on them. You, you, they can't keep yeah. singing. Right. Do you the, want them to be irreparably damaged for the rest of their career? It is a bummer. But again, not cool. booing, booing when somebody has some kind of you know physical... Shortcoming, ailment, injury, etc., is is a bummer. Also, like the nice thing about the finals is you're gonna get incredible matches. You're yeah. gonna get. It's not like you they know, had a replacement match. They put Herbie Hercotch and, and they Taylor. Put Herbie Hercotch right on the court. Yep. So you know, I guess I get that it's a bummer. Look, nobody would be more bummed than me. Steph Tsitsipas is perhaps biggest fan outside of Paula Badosa. We know. Um, but yeah, booing booing for a player who cannot continue. That's not cool. Is is sad. Come on. Okay, last question about center, and then we should move on to um, some of the other events. I have very little faith that Sinner is going to win this whole thing. I think it's oh. probably still Novak, although he can. My question is more, Sinner had a great year, year before last. He had a bit of an up and down year this year. Great effort to get to the finals. Obviously, great match against Novak, kind of peaking uh in oh, terms he won of, a bunch of tournaments this year give the guy a break he won but i i think a lot of us are sort of waiting like when is he going to have his grand slam breakthrough and i wonder well, yeah that sort of question yes. that sort of follows him around whenever you see somebody who's capable of putting in a performance yep. like he did mm. what the sort of what's the ceiling oh grand slam i think i sure, tweeted right? well two things i tweeted in the last 
a couple of days about Yannick Sinner. One was, um, me thinks he's going to be very tough to beat this week. And that was after he won his first match. And currently, I would say that that's uh, looking pretty good because now he's 2-0. and um, I think he's going to be great on this court. I think he's going to be very, very, very hard to beat on this court because he has hometown advantage. Um, the court suits him. And I think he's adapted really well to it. And I think he's had enough time. And um, him pulling out of the tournament the week before actually helped him because I think he went straight to Turin. He had a, he had a bit of a break, you know, physically um, after he pulled out after that stupid scheduling in um, Paris. And so I think he comes in here actually quite fresh and f- really good. And I think that he's going to be very hard to beat because of those reasons. Fresh, fresher than a lot of the players. Yeah. <clears throat> with a lot of really good confidence behind him after winning a huge tournament yeah. and um, beating Medvedev in a final that he hadn't beaten. Med- you know, I mean, there's a, there's a lot on yeah, the line. Now he's beaten step. Novak. Right. So I think his ceiling is, I actually think he's going to be the player to beat at this tournament. And um, I also think that he is on par, on, on, on schedule to win a Grand Slam next year. And, you know, somebody wrote me, oh, that's a big statement. He's four in the world and, you know, he's one of the best. Yeah, okay, dude, he's never made a final of a Grand Slam and he's only made one semi-final, and that was at Wimbledon where he was up two sets to love. Remember? Against Novak. That's right. So it's like, it's, you know, you people that sit at home are going, oh, big, big statement, Stubbs. It's like, listen, guys, over five sets to make a final of a Grand Slam is really bloody hard. To win one is even harder. Right. And, you know, just ask Steph, uh, Jess Pagula, who's never met, reached, gotten past a quarterfinal. It's mentally very hard, and he's a lot younger, and I get it, and he, you know, he is certainly on track to, we all know, get to a final of a Grand Slam. That's easy um, to, to guess. But it's another thing to win one, and it's, it's a big step um, for any player. It feels like the steps get further yes. apart. It get They get higher. Yeah. It's not, it's like a box jump by Exa- the time you get to the end No, of the that's tournament. true. It that's seems, a good point. It seems like that's the case. And people, you know, even people like me who maybe have played some tournaments or play some competitive stuff, like I think it's, no, there's no comparison to the level that jumps, the pressure that jumps. the Semi to a final to winning. Oh, Just ask Onsuber. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, I mean, Maria Sakari. Like right. it's a it's a big step to to, to make that. Now or I Felix Ojeeliasim, you know, like yeah. who's Look at him. finally broke through. Um, that actually is sort of a segue because we have done an uncharacteristic thing here, which is talk about men yeah. for nearly 20 minutes, which let's give ourselves a hand because usually people who listen to this podcast um, know that we tend to subjugate the men to the back well, half no, we, of that. We do what we want to do, which is we would prefer to highlight women's tennis. Right, because everybody else is busy highlighting men's tennis. Yeah. Um, but we have to highlight the men's tennis because it's going on this week. And, and it's very and good. And and it's Can I just, before we get to that though um, – before we move on, is to say how great the court looks, how everything looks, and this is how the WTA finals should look. Well, the WTA finals does not yet have the uh, tournament scheduled for no. next year. Which Are we getting to that now? We, we're just going to glance at it because they have definitely been the recipient of a lot of grief from us throughout the year. Deservedly so. And what I appreciate and why I think we do not have to touch on it is to my great um, optimism – a lot of other people in this space, tennis people, but also like larger media, have sort of started asking questions about, hey, like, is this sustainable? Is this viable? Can you actually run a tour like this after having the second event uh, two years in a row that 
is a shambles. And my hope is not that people lose their livelihoods and get punished. It's just more like these women deserve better. The fans deserve better. And we have a whole, you know, basically 11 and a half months now to figure out what's going to happen next year. And I think because so many other people are asking the hard questions now, there was a piece in the New York Times, there's a piece in The Athletic, there was a piece mm. in The Washington Post, there was a piece, um, you know, all over social. Guardian. TPA is in, The Guardian. No. So great keep asking questions because we don't want to be the only people asking or complaining the whole time and now you guys can all sort of hold these guys to the standard that they should be and we can all collectively applaud them when they meet it uh, assuming they can but i did want to mention because we were talking about felix a little bit um the canadian women canada a great Billie jean king cup in a great city sevilla spain looked like it was decently well attended and had a lot of amazing matches but i have to say coming to this tournament knowing that italy defending uh, a former champion the czechs defending champion the murderers row of some of these teams mm. you know not the strongest american field but still one with sloan and sophia kennan and daniel collins and you know sloan grand Stevens. slam winners and grand slam finalists yeah um that it was canada that came through. I'm Look so at you. Happy. Look at you. You're beside yourself. I'm oh, so you. I love when your Canadian uh, roots come out. It's they. They so infrequently come out because we have so many things. I got to give uh, props. Just an incredible effort. But that's what happens when you have a you know, um, you know, it's lightning in a in a bottle sometimes, and that was what it was. And I'm going to give so much praise to Layla Fernandez. Like she's Layla. been through hell and back in the last couple of years um, after making the finals of the U.S. Open and all the expectation on her shoulders and. Great kid, works her ass off, like really, really, really works hard. Um, and, you know, it's been an up and down couple of years. And to see her out there and be the MVP of the Canadian team in singles and undefeated. doubles. Undefeated. Won the singles and doubles. like Undefeated in singles, undefeated in doubles, yep. and hits a backhand passing shot winner to win the clinch. Yeah. Gets to throw her racket up in the air and be swarmed by her Canadian teammates. Like, I'm really happy that she got to have that yeah. moment. Yep. And that team format just really lends itself to tennis having these rare but really wonderful moments where you feel like you're bigger, you're part of something bigger than yourself. And you are, uh, that's what Fed Cup is. I mean, it was one of the greatest joys of my career was constantly always, it was turning up in my green and gold to play for Australia, you know. I mean, those weeks for any player that has played Fed Cup or Davis Cup or Billie Jean King Cup and uh, Davis Cup, I mean, they'll always talk about those memories. There's no, I, I doubt there's a player that's playing on the professional tour or has retired that it won't say that for you know those weeks at davis cup and Billie jean king cup aren't their favorite weeks yeah. of the year unless they absolutely hated their teammates and their captain um <laughs> are you speaking yeah. out of any specific example no 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 <laughs> even on the trials and tribulations of some of my weeks at fed cup with yeah. certain captains and certain coaches and maybe a couple of teammates i'm sure you like some people better um, than others it, it, you know i still had fun because my teammates you know, I mean, we we just – it was just the best. You know, it's the one thing missing in being a professional tennis player is that it's an individual, very selfish sport. And so when you go to those weeks – and often the successful teams are the really dynamically good teams, you know, that really get along and try and help each other through and, and make it a team environment. And the doubles is as important as the singles and the singles players, you know, practice, you know, with the doubles players. And it's just – it's a nice environment. So – I really give a lot of praise to everybody on the Canadian team. And how about the, what is 18 year old? This 19 yeah. year old, never heard of her in my life. And she comes out and wins this match in the finals. I mean, that really was the clincher, right? For them um, to win that first match um, 
was unbelievable. I mean, Layla finished it off, and Layla was the MVP of the of the week. There's no question about that. But um, unbelievable. No, incredible effort. Uh, nice to see Eugenie Bouchard. Uh, in a team a, environment in a team environment out there just uh, just incredible experience gabby dabrowski just they had a really good team dynamic and i think it speaks to what's so great about team sports which is it takes everybody pulling in the same direction so that for me is just really you know trying to get my head around um you know heidi el tabak the the captain yeah heidi we great job heidi the unheralded 18 year old marina stakusik because she Kind of was the secret little engine. Little secret sauce. Yeah, she's ranked 261 in the world. She'd never beaten a top 100 player before. She won three singles matches and beat Marketa Vondrosova. Like, what a. Yeah, and then also beat in the finals, beat, uh, what's her name? Lefty Italian. Uh, Marina Trevisan. Yeah. Just and so she beats Trevisan. She beats Vondrosova. She, so she likes playing against lefties, let's face it. Fair, but, fair you know, say. it's amazing how some people step up in team environments like this um and obviously look this kid we'll see what she does now going forward just got to give her a ton of confidence like beating players like that hello i boat i just beat the wimbledon champion thanks yeah. for coming right um who has a you know has been playing billie jenkin cup for years right but some people turn up at te- team events and there's some great players that have played team events like davis cup and billie jean cup and they suck mm-hmm. like there's some that just get too nervous they don't they don't turn up like, yeah. and I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. There, there have been a few in the in the past that have not been great players based on that. Yeah, um, at at team environments. Um, but meeting the moment, and some that just are so good. I mean, there was an Austrian player back in my day, um, Petra. Oh my God, it's uh, it's I can't remember, but it, it'll happen. But this girl beat. Like Yelena Dokic, she beat Monica Sellis. Like there was this one Austrian player that literally turned up at, at Village in King Cup and couldn't lose. She was this lefty, just only played well at Fed Cup. It was like a joke between um, between me and Lisa Raymond. We're like, this girl doesn't lose yeah. when she plays Fed Cup. It's like her superpower. Yeah. It's like Taylor Townsend in World Team Tennis or Exos. It's like yeah. she comes alive. You're yeah, like, team wow. environments bring out the best in some players and yeah. not in others. Yeah. And this kid, what, way to go. What, what an effort. Marina Sikasek, great job. Great job, Team Canada, ending on a positive note for the season. I was really thrilled that my Canadians were getting it done. You know, we don't have a lot of glory moments, really. I know, I know. So, but how about that? Back to back. F- Davis Cup last year. Davis Cup last year. Billie Jean King Billie Cup Jean this year. King Cup this year. Come and good on, job, other... Billie Jean King Cup, picking a great venue, picking yep. a great city, indoors, having great teams. You know, hats off. Hats off. Everybody we'll see. had their little blue blazers afterwards. We'll see where it thing. goes next year and what happens. Fingers crossed. All right, any parting shots that you want to sort of end on before we recoup next week? You'd mentioned something to me about our fellow podcasters that you wanted to sort of uh make a note of since we are you know well do we want to speak about the fact that the wta doesn't have a schedule finals yet okay can we just come on guys like that's it keep it moving okay keep it moving all right um i'm loving this uh the manning cast can i just say watching football like the i don't know if you saw eli manning go through all his um plays at the line you know when they yell out dolphin 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 and you're like what the fuck it's all this and big apple big apple and he went through the whole signal stuff i said can we do that for tennis can we have a manning cast for tennis like i want to be a part of that i want to i want to be able to um like just 
be myself watching a tennis match and actually commentate one like that and not necessarily. Okay, well, done. What's, who's stopping you? Mm, I know, I know. Well, okay. I've gotta, I'm well again, give anyway, us some that, and feedback. Anyway, as far as podcasts are concerned, to fellow podcasters in tennis, some people that do them, they're just rude. You feel like there's a bunch of podcasters out there who are just taking shots? I mean, we've taken our fair share of shots, but I also like to think we've given praise we where don't praise give, is due. We don't uh, give our fair share of shots um, on our fellow podcasters. This is not what we do. That's true. So, you see, we go after the establishment. Yeah, right. That's what we do. Um, or we give shit to some players sometimes. But uh, overall, we're pretty positive about that sort of stuff. Um, anyway, listen, yeah. Uh, oh, I do want to mention um, that the men's doubles has been really fun too at the ATP finals. I love how they do the format. They do a doubles match, singles match, doubles and singles. And a lot of people are there watching these um, great doubles matches with the guys. I just find men's doubles is a lot of fun to watch. They're still playing like old school style tennis, you know, serving and volleying. Most of the most of the really great men's doubles players are still serving and volleying. It's yeah. the one thing. Shout out to uh, Rohan Bopana yeah. and Matt Ebden who yeah. were playing this morning. They serving won volleys, straight incredible Serving hands. and volleying, still doing the old school style. And as far yeah. as I'm concerned, doubles is still always going to be won by teams like that because doubles is taking away time. It's taking away angles and... Yeah, it's the women's the doubles these days I mean I don't want to shit on it but like you know serving and staying back and playing these rallies and everyone's like well that's just how it is now no it's not Yeah, if you're still a great serving and volley or you can come into the net that's the teams that win the teams that win doubles still to this day are the ones that are most aggressive at the net they play um, percentage doubles play and that's where you get it and this you know serving and staying back and playing 50 ball rallies and doubles and just hitting lobs it's yeah. so tough well, to watch these days and, um, you know, so if anyone's out there that wants to be really successful in doubles and there is so much money to be made in doubles. I mean, the winner of the doubles Grand Slam is like $350,000 each. That's I'm like, so if you want to be successful in doubles, learn how to volley, learn how to serve <laughs> and volley and learn how to come into the net because I'm telling you that's where the money is made. Yeah. And some of these, you know, people that are still doing it and they're not even great volleyers. So listen, get out there, get, get to the net, learn how to volley. Because if you do that, you can make a lot of money playing doubles only. All right. Well, anybody who listens to that advice and wins professional doubles titles, you are now in the hole. You have to pay Renee a fee for that piece of advice. All right, Stubbles, thank you for joining the ATP. We'll have another... Halfway through. Halfway through. We'll have it's another... Very exciting. Uh, we'll have another podcast uh, out before too long with microphones. Because we we. love you guys and you deserve it, listeners. We got microphones for you guys. That's right. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, 
you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.